Hey, 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 beings. You are listening to the Self-Tivity Podcast. I am your host, Danny, your self-investment storyteller. Today's episode features a special guest who will be a valuable participant in our Being to Being Self-Tivity segments. The Being to Being segments are a fun way to connect with beings who are open-minded, enjoys thought-provoking questions, and perspective-shifting concepts. I also invite entrepreneurs and business owners who have a thought, product, or service that contributes to our self-investment journey in the areas of personal growth, mindset, well-being, entrepreneurship, and or financial empowerment. Guests will participate in our Being to Being activities bi-weekly, so be sure to follow so you don't miss out on all the fun. Let's find out who's on today and what self-tivity experience they will present to us. Are you ready? Because I am. Today, I have a very, very special guest who's going to be playing one of my being to being games. This is the Danny Dividend Game, which means you have seven minutes on the clock to respond to either a scenario or a word, or you'll have seven minutes on the clock for a prepared speech. Today, it's going to be a lot of fun because I have Gary Martinez on the show, and he has opted into an impromptu speech based on a scenario, which is a lot of fun to me because I have no idea what I'll hear, what he'll say, and he has has no idea what the scenario is, right? So we're going to have a lot of fun with this. And before we get started, I want to give Gary an opportunity to introduce himself. Hey, Gary, how are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me on. So I'm a fitness trainer and I do have a massage background and I'm also a book author for autism. Awesome. Awesome. And so what I'll suggest for you listeners to do today is find out if there was any return on the investment of time you share with us today. So as Gary shares his seven minute speech, I'll have a timer. I'm going to give him seven minutes on the clock. And I've also shared with him my little notification when he has 30 seconds left. So he has to at least get to six minutes and 30 seconds before he ends his talking, but he will have 30 seconds um, and he'll have a notification on the screen right here since we are via Zoom to know when his seven minutes are coming up. So I want you all to take out a journal and and share if there was anything that you gathered from the experience that you had with Gary today. Was there anything that you learned? Was there anything that was creative about it? Was there any return on the investment? So Gary, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to share my scenario. And again, you can be as creative as you like with this. You don't have to run with the scenario and and try to fit it. You are basically on the self-tivity virtual stage and you are going to hit on something in the scenario, but you are free to go in any direction that you like, okay? Sounds good, thanks. So the clock will start as soon as I finish with the scenario. Beatrice is a mother of three young boys. She's a single mother and has been struggling with keeping up with her finances ever since her husband, Luther, has left the marriage. Luther has left the marriage because he found out his younger son has autism. It has been very difficult for Beatrice, and she just needs some comfort and some help. Gary, welcome to the self-tivity stage. How do you respond? Seven minutes on the clock. Okay, so there's a lot of things you can do online at home if you are a single parent. And uh, there's so many opportunities. One is if you find a passion about something like, like, let's say a product that you really like, and let's say it's helpful for yourself, the parent, because you need energy every single day to help your kid out. You got to be ready before your kid wakes up so you can give them the best support that you can. But also maybe this product can also help out your child, gives them energy. It, it improves their mood and it improves their performance during the day. So that right there can be a win-win. 
But the big plus right here is if you're a single parent and you need to make that extra income and you need to turn it into a full-time income, the great thing about an at-home business is if you find a product, something that you're passionate about and you like it, you don't have to uh, set up the shop or anything. You just have to start talking about it. So what you want to do with that is run a platform right now. So let's say you this lady finds a nutrition product that really helps her out. Like, oh my gosh, she's been having these energy crashes throughout her day. So does her kids. They both need some help. So she finds a product that she likes. Next step for her is to start promoting that product online. Like let's say Facebook, doing a Facebook Live right here. And all you need to do is do what I call invest, learn, and teach. That means you want to teach something where you're not talking about the name of the product. You want to teach people something about what it does. Like what is the benefit? And you want to teach something like that. And you can just go on Facebook for a couple of minutes. And then once you're done with that, you give like a call to action, which means, hey, if you want some more information about what I'm doing, send me a message. And then after that, your last part is you want to finish up with the story. Perhaps the product's working right now for herself or her kids. Hey, since I've been taking this product, my energy is, is like soaring through the sky. I no longer have crashes during the day. And when you finish with a story like that at the end, it kind of builds curiosity for people where they want to reach out to you they want to go into your messenger box and then that's when you start a conversation. And then after that, you can start to work on your business where you, you use those conversations in a messenger box to turn into potential customers for yourself. So that's one thing you can do at home as far as generating some more income as a parent. As far as you know, you need a lot of support and stuff like that. I think one of the most important things for a single parent especially an autism parent, because it's very mentally draining for us because it's a different kind of thing. Our kids, they need all the support, all this, all this, all this. So we feel for our kid and we want to be there for them. But what we have to do the most before they wake up is self-care. So whatever type, you got to pick at least one physical exercise you like to do when it's dark. So you got to get up early, whether that is uh, mentally, it could be meditation, Physically, maybe you like to stretch or maybe you like to read a book or something along those lines that will armor your mind to win the day. Like you're already winning the day, doing something that you have control of. So then when those kiddos wake up, you're ready and you're prepared and you've given yourself some self-support so you are ready to take on your kids for the day. Another thing is if you want to meet some new people, but you're, you know, you're at home and stuff like that because you got to take care of the kids, right? is you can go on Facebook, wherever you live at, Google autism groups, autism or Asperger groups, because sometimes those two go hand in hand. And that is a great platform where you can meet other families, other people, parents who are going through the same thing that you're going through. So you don't feel alone. So you can get that support. And maybe your kid is, is at home a lot. They haven't met that first friend. But when you're in these support groups, you can go to a lot of events that they put on and that right there can can be like the first introduction of your kid meeting their very first friend also the parents because it's kind of hard to tell our story if people don't really resonate with that so we feel kind of scared kind of awkward and, and things like that but when you're around the same type of people on the same page 
then you can make that first friend and you can kind of blossom from there. So you can definitely come out of your shell. You can definitely get that support that you want and go on those play dates with, with your kid and meet some other kids and go have some fun times. So those I would say would be probably the top things I would do to start out as a single parent that needs to produce some income is start an online business. And the cool thing about an online business is you have support. It's like, they do the work for you. And then you get on these team calls where you have support again. You start to meet all these other people that they're probably single parents or they just need to make some extra money to pay that one bill that they maybe don't have enough money for to get that pair of shoes for their kids to make sure to have their clothes. And that is a great culture to be in because all those people, they want the same thing you do. They want to be successful. They want to be happy. They want to celebrate themselves you know it, it feels good when you can take your kids somewhere and money's not an issue it feels good when you can pay that bill it feels good that you can be rewarded in your company for helping so many people out because now you're you're actually making an impact and you, you get to go to these conventions and you can learn how to grow more as a person uh grow more with your company and i just think uh, online at home business is you're in control of it. You can do it when you want. <laughs> you can do it part-time. You can do it full-time. And there you go. So those would be my biggest uh, takeaways right there is a online business. Start that. You point people to the tools. It's very easy to learn. It's simple, but it's really not easy. You do have to work. And same thing, join support groups to help get those relationships so you get all the support you need. Awesome. Thank you so much for experiencing this Danny Dividend, Gary, you did an amazing job. And I love that you were able to tackle a few things with your response. I think you first tackled the finances, right? That was the biggest struggle for Beatrice is that, hey, it's difficult for me to keep up with my finances. And the other part was the support system because not only did her husband leave, but she now has three boys, one having autism and it being difficult, she would need that support system. So sharing those tips was very helpful. And I'm glad that you were able to do that in an impromptu way. So thank you so much for that experience. Now I would like you to, without the impromptu, without the time, just give us a little bit about your story. Tell us about your experience and how did you get into this space? I have you as helping children with autism who struggle with daily physical activities. That is your assignment. One of your assignments here on earth is to help children with autism. So tell me a little bit about your story and how did you get here? Right. So I have a 16 year old daughter named Monica and she lives with autism and also sensory processing disorder. So for me, when we were diagnosed roughly around age four, because a lot of times girls get diagnosed later, mm. it's just, one of those things where they're kind of like, wow, they're just, you know, they're just being a girl. They're just being a little ditzy or something like that. Yeah. And so they missed out on early intervention. So when we were diagnosed, my daughter, she couldn't talk at the time. So there was an X amount of years where she couldn't talk. So she couldn't express herself. I watched her suffer and commit self-harm and hurt herself and throw herself on the floor and have these, uh, these horrible meltdowns. So I felt at that moment, like, I don't know what this word is. I don't know what this world is. I feel like a failure as a parent. So what turned a corner for me was the first step was, okay, you guys have to go to these early interventions. So when I went there, it was like a new ray of light because they're like, you can come into the sessions if you want to. So I turned into a student and I took notes. I asked questions and I, I stood up late and did my own homework to learn as much as I can about autism. 
So I went from a student to a practitioner mm-hmm. and I, I brought all those tools home that we learned and I kept it going because after all, our kids spend the most time with us. So then my daughter in time started to talk and then we created this relationship. So, but she did struggle with a lot of those physical activities. So being a fitness trainer, learning from these other type of experts who do these kind of play activities made me want to help parents who go through the same type of thing. So again, they don't feel alone. So that's my first step after that was, hey man, you should write a book about this. So I wrote a book, a short book. It's not a thick one. It's like a playbook where I just compress a lot of information together. So a new parent with a kid diagnosed can learn about a little about the history of autism, all these stories of a girl that goes through all these ups and downs, but you get to learn about her and you get to root for her. And then I also have contributors in the book in in their own respective fields, like nutrition, exercise, uh, massage therapy, things like that. So that's my passion, why I want to help kids, because to me, it would be a disservice. I would feel very guilty if I didn't share our experiences that can help people. So I'm dedicated to this journey. Yeah. What would you say were some of your difficulties in the beginning and how did you deal with them? And the difficulties based on you having this new barrier. I mean, and I'm saying barrier, just for lack of better words, it might not have been a barrier, but something that's changed, something that is difficult for you because we kind of have these concepts of this is normal. You know, we grew up this way, but now you have this task that your daughter has autism. What before the conventions, the personal choice like what how did you get to accepting this this change how did you get to being so passionate about it what was inside of you that sparked that I just wanted to be the best parent that I could be and seeing my daughter suffer and I didn't know anything what to do it made me tell myself that you know what it's time to become an athlete for your daughter's life and prior to my daughter being born I used to have a victim's mentality where I would quit a lot of things Mm-hmm. But when my daughter was born and I saw that she needed extra help, I was like, not this time because you got responsibilities. So it made me change my mindset. It made me have more patience and more understanding because before that, I didn't have those things. So I had mm-hmm. to learn that. Mm-hmm. Actually, my daughter is actually my best teacher. I had to learn that I had to respect things for her that she needed help with just to be a better person to have to kind of look at life through her eyes and to make changes with myself as far as, uh, what's the word I want to use here? Just whatever she is into, I'm into. Yeah. You know, so playing with dolls was something I never saw myself doing in my life. But those Disney dolls that are real to her, I have to play with them. It's kind of like, you know, you go to the gym and if you warm up first, you're more prepared for the workout. So for us, if we play and talk with our dolls and if we do exercises with them because they kind of influence that for my daughter then it gives her her warm-up so she's ready to go to uh, school or go to the store or somewhere like that so I had to learn that um, it's not about me it's all about her and that's my mentality now that's interesting that you say that it's not about you do you feel that this role this new role as a, a dad and your daughter 
having, or I'm not sure if that's the right word, or experiencing autism, has it created a world for you that is only your daughter, or do you make space for the individual, Gary? Like, or is it that you can't do that anymore and you are accepting the fact that this is your new world? And I could be using, you know, the wrong language, <laughs> but if you want to walk me through that, is there still your identity outside of parenthood? And I would say this to a parent who may not have a child of autism because I feel as a mother and there were moments where I had to identify who I was because I was a mother all of the time and I still wanted to be who I am so I wanted to partner with my children in a way where it was like I know that this is my role I'm your mother and it's primary but I still wanted to experience you know me because I was a young mother and I was still growing so I, I had that transition so I'm just curious and I think the experience could be different for you do you feel that your world is only your daughter or do you have your own social life do you have your own identity within this experience with your daughter do you understand what i'm trying to say yep yep yes yes i do uh it's both and like you know honestly this past year i had to learn a lot about myself i had to learn about my i had to face my own fears and i had to overcome a lot of weaknesses because what they say a lot is like if you have suffered through things in your childhood you're gonna just grow older and just drag that along with you mm. into everybody else's life. Mm. So I had to I had to learn like, you know, why was I a quitter? Why am I insecure? And those things like that. I had to face them one at a time. And that makes me evolve as a person so I can evolve as a, a parent. And as Monica, my daughter, starts to evolve um, also, she gets into new things. You know, she likes to, you know, like I said, she can talk now and all that stuff. Yeah. She likes to shop and she likes to do a lot of things. So... It's about evolving together, yeah. not wanting to stay at the same because you're not going to grow as a person and I'm not going to grow as a man, a father for my family. So I had to learn a lot of that this year. And I just, I wanted to do it because I understood that how important that is. So that's uh, the most important for me, most important thing that I learned this year. And it's helped me with my daughter because now she's a teenager. So, yeah, no, that's you know, <laughs> going through those different emotions and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, I had to learn how to be ready for that. Yeah. How to how to be a how to be a better listener, how to be a better communicator for myself and in my time when I work on my work and stuff like that. Yeah. To also use those tools as a parent. So those are my biggest things that I worked on to be better and more productive. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with me. And and I want to share that this was designed to be a very short podcast for the Danny Dividend, but I really wanted to you all to get to know Gary and his story just a little bit more. If you are interested or you know anyone who may benefit from Gary's book, he has provided it as a gift. So if you would like to get this free ebook, you can send an email to the podcast at celltivity.com. And Gary, with your permission, I'm able to send that out, right? Or um, yeah, go for it. Okay. Of course. Um, send out that ebook to you. And I just want to thank you again for coming on, sharing your story. And although this was a short mini podcast, if you were ever interested in a very, uh, I guess, more formal interview, 
probably a little bit of what we did at the latter end of the game. I invite you to come back on and I would discuss your book and go into details with that with you. If you were interested, you can just, you know, send me a note or tell me after the show and we can set it up. Um, for those who are listening, I am going to end the show with what I call a self-tivity statement. Everyone that comes on, they cannot leave without sharing their self-tivity statement. But if this is your first time listening, a self-tivity statement is a sentence and think of it with a plus sign in between your affirmation and your action. So your affirmation is whatever it is that you want to declare in your life for that day, for that week, for that year, um, just your life quote. And then the plus is now support it with an action. What is it that you can do today that you know that you can do to support this statement? So for example, if I say I am wealthy and I'm not yet wealthy, what am I going to do today to support that statement. So I would say I am wealthy and I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and work on my business to 6 a.m. in the morning because I know that's going to contribute to my wealth. So Gary, with that being said, would you please share with us what your self-tivity statement is? I am going to be my healthiest today because I have my breakfast smoothie and that is my fuel to drive me all day long. Oh, I love it. I see that was perfect. Perfect with the support and sitting and very, I love it when it's very intentional where the task is simple because I don't feel like we should overcomplicate it. You know, we should really just have these goals, make them attainable. We can do these things and that's simple. Making a smoothie, we all can, you know, support that affirmation. But again, Gary, I want to thank you so much for experiencing the Self-Tivity Podcast today and being a guest for the Danny Dividend session of the podcast. It was very well done and I hope that we can connect in the future. If not, I am thankful for this experience. Is there anything else you want to share? Any links that you want to share with the audience for anyone who wants to connect with you? Sure. So I'm, I'm all over social media. <laughs> so my social media handles are just my name, Gary Martinez Jr. That is for Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And if you want to see some funny stuff, also on TikTok. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, thank you again. And everyone, I hope there was a return on the investment of time you spent with us today. If so, go ahead and share with any of the, the show comments. If you learned anything from the Danny Dividend that Gary participated in today, you can email me. You can let me know that you enjoyed it. If you want the ebook, go ahead and send that email. Again, that's the podcast at selectivity.com. Until next time, hold on to you as much as you can. Hold on to your health, your being, and your mind. Be mindful. Bye.